as we see the Lord Jesus ascending to the Father, going up to the Father, we contemplate the goal, the destination of the risen Lord and our destination as well. The question that humanity asks a thousand times, what is there beyond death? Christ answers, Christ shows us, there is the Heavenly Father. What is there for us after this life? A father. Jesus actually didn't rise again just to resume living, to live the same life as before. No. He rises to bring the journey of our human life to fulfillment, to completion. That is, he brings us home to the Father. This is the goal of humanity, the aim of our human life, the Father. This points to the fact that our destination is not properly a place, but a relationship. We are headed towards someone. We're headed, headed towards the Father. And we experience this ascension every time we pray, for instance. Who prays leaves this world. And every time we renounce the logic of worldliness, the logic of this world, we ascend to the Father as well. We can have many experiences of ascension. St. Philip Neri says, Give me ten truly detached men, and I will convert the world with them. People who are detached from the logic of this world have something to say to the world. Who doesn't know how to leave this world has nothing prophetic, nothing striking, nothing good to say to the world. Only those who leave the world have something to tell to the world, to say to the world. So it's important to evaluate all things in our lives in light of our goal. Any journey that loses its destination becomes a misguided journey, a wrong journey. Do you know where you're going to? Are you going fatherwards? <laughs> Whatever doesn't aim for heaven is of little value for us. It should be neglected. Whatever in our lives doesn't target heaven should be discarded. So we can ask ourselves, what does it mean to live, to, to live life as a journey to the Father? In the readings for the solemnity of the ascension of the Lord, we see that Jesus gives directions to his disciples. He says, Stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high. Let's take up this instruction for ourselves as well. This city from which we shouldn't stray is the Christian community, the place of the sacraments, the New Jerusalem, the liturgical assembly, the church. The Lord manifests himself in the liturgy of the church. If we remain in this assembly, in this community, then we receive that new robe that comes down from above, the Holy Spirit. And this image of being clothed from above leads us to the book of Genesis. There's an echo of Genesis here. We know that Adam has sinned. He has broken his relationship with God in a way. 
and he realized that he was naked. He no longer lives when he when he sins. He no longer lives in God's fatherly embrace, involved by the the embrace of the Father, and thus he feels exposed. He feels fragile and vulnerable. Uh, 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 on a side note, uh, the insecure person is is the one who doesn't recognize the father's or the mother's presence always behind, guiding, watching, empowering them. So Adam feels insecure because he loses this uh, reality of being of living in the embrace of the father, and he becomes insecure. He doesn't recognize the Father's presence always behind him, guiding him, watching him, and empowering him. So what does Adam do? He takes the things of the earth, the leaves of the, of the trees, to cover himself. He puts on, he wears the things of this world. But these things are not able to give him the courage to face that gaze of God the gaze of the God he no longer trusts, you know? In a lifestyle without the Father, in a worldly life, the life of those who have lost the Father, the connection, the embrace of the Father, in the life of those who fled from the Father, which is a self-justifying and a self-referential kind of life, we clothe ourselves with the things of the earth the things of this world. We think with the thoughts and the mindset of the earth, with vain glory, with the criteria of this world, with our own earthly plans. And as much as we try to clothe ourselves with these things, we always end up incomplete, uncertain, and unsafe. But in Christ, our humanity receives a new garment and a new destiny. In Christ, we receive a new garment, a new destiny, a new cloth. What is a child of God clothed with? We're clothed with God's providence, with the Father's providence. The Gospel of St. Matthew says, Don't worry. Don't worry saying, What shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall, what shall we wear? For your heavenly Father knows what you need. The heavenly garment, the heavenly clothes, in other words, are the relationship with the Father. Filled with the Holy Spirit, I can say, I have a Father, and I'm going to the Father. I'm bound to the sanctuary of the Father. We are children because the Holy Spirit is at work in us. It is one thing to try to cope with reality with our own abilities, with our own timing, with our own skills, our own survival techniques, or our own rhythms. It is another to surrender our lives to the Father. This is to be fully alive. When we discharge everything into the hands of the Father, when we surrender to Him, step by step, moment by moment. When we live a life in the Spirit, we shift from our earthly mentality to that spiritual intelligence, the spiritual wisdom given us by the Spirit. The letter to the Ephesians says, May the eyes 
of your hearts be enlightened, Paul says to the Ephesians. May the eyes of your hearts be enlightened, a spiritual sight, you know, that you may know what is the hope that belongs to his call. So there's a, a hope, there's a destination for those who live in the spirit. A destination that transcends this world. We shift from our earthly mentality to the spiritual intelligence, the spiritual wisdom of the kingdom of God. And thus, we rely on the spiritual foundations of life, not merely on flesh and blood. These days between Ascension and Pentecost are timely for us to desire to be stripped of our earthly garments and to be clothed from above. Receive the power from the Holy Spirit and become my witnesses to the ends of the earth. Become witnesses of this higher life, the life of those who know where they're going to, of those who know that life is a journey fatherward, a journey to the Father. I finish with a beautiful quote from St. Ignatius of Antioch. He says, My earthly desires have been crucified, and there no longer burns in me the love of perishable things, but a living water speaks within me, saying, Come to the Father. A living water speaks within me. The voice of the Spirit murmurs, sings within me, Come to the Father. Come to the Father. Come to the Father. Amen.